Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. something <laughs> i did a thing what did you do kenny i rebuilt the rig <laughs> as you can see it is fully armed and operational Yep, it's uh putting off a lot of heat though which is warming my uh my nethers down here nice <laughs> but it's uh so you're it's baking working. you're baking some fermenta cheese yeah a little bit yeah. yeah anyway hello welcome That's to the gross. freemasons podcast with your hosts right worship brother george mudry and worship brother ken Today we're on episode two two twenty nine twenty nine. Yes, sir. Uh, switch back to YouTube so I can see the comments. Beautiful, Shay. Finally, see, finally here for a live viewing. Yeah, we're mm. we're we're finally back up after yeah. the reg went kaboom underneath Ken's legs. Crispy, crispy uh, computer. <laughs> it's working well. Everything is amazingly working great. Uh, we thought it was working so great the last time until it freaking grenaded underneath there and filled your legs full of shrapnel. Yeah, it's still like 92 degrees Fahrenheit <laughs> up here, so we'll have to see if something else just decides to cook. Hopefully not. but I hope not. Anyway, we are doing episode 229. This is going to be an alternate universe, and yeah. I'll explain my... Ken actually was pretty funny. We came up here, Ken's like, what the hell are we talking about? And uh, I said, we're going to do an alternate universe, and it's Freemasonry in another dimension. And I will explain why, and it'll all make sense on why I chose this topic. Josh McCray, we so. should just keep saying we can't hear them, just to mess with them. Dad, be fucked oh, up. Yeah, we can see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's better when you just mess with us. Yeah, pretty much. It'd be a good gig, though. I mean, it's been done before. For sure. So, But uh, we're going to do some general housekeeping. Yep. Uh, I want to welcome Shay. Thanks for checking in and uh, watching live for the first time. And uh, Ken, yeah, start with Insta. Right on. Over on Instagram, we've got a few new followers. We've got Shane Shepherdson, uh, eight hundred eight Cali, Grigory Rasputin, <laughs> FMP underscore Rasputin. So it's it's still happening. They're still it's still happening. It's still people out. trolling us and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that Savage Taco, which is a great freaking name. Dakota Goff, Cole Hamilton, Al Malika Shriners. What's up, brothers? Uh, Diego, Zach Acker, Shane Kelly, Sandra Lombardo, Jan, um, Marcella. Or is it Jan? No, it's Jan. Oh, okay. I think. I don't know. Continue. Uh, <laughs> Marcelo Nascentes, uh, Demora Del Padrino 543 official. So thank you, brothers and friends. Beautiful. Kenny, you read it? Lead it. All right. Brother, right hand, two arms. Two arms. Ready? Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brother. (laughs) 
Vivat, vivat, vivat. All right. That was for you, Train. We have a Apple five-star review, Sweet. as we always read. And this one's from uh, Farley196. I Every time I hear Farley, I think of Chris Farley. I'm sorry. He is the man. <laughs> Why are you beating me? I love that movie. I swear to God. What is that? Black Sheep? I that think that was, was Black Sheep, Sheep I think. Right? Yeah. When he's got the, when the bat flew in, and he put yep. the, towel, the blanket over his head, and he was just whooping his ass with a freaking... It's quality comedy. Richard, why are you beating me? You just can't get away with that kind of comedy these days. It's classic. Uh, you got to go back and watch it. History. Anticipation is high. Five-star review. Mm. I started listening to the podcast because a friend of mine encouraged me to find out as much as I can before my journey. You're going to find out that we are a bunch of idiots, and that's pretty much what masonry is. Some it's of us, anyway. A bunch of guys who act like idiots. And we have some sort of moral compass. Some sort. Some sort. <laughs> More so than most people. <laughs> I started back at the beginning of the podcast to keep learning as I await my petition to be brought up at my local lodge in a f- uh, few short days. I love the balance and banter and education this podcast brings. Sometimes. Sometimes we just go off the rails and do an alternate universe and just talk about crazy shit yeah it's a good thing we got this review in now yeah i look forward to learning more as i work through the episodes dakota goff ah he was actually a new follower on uh, instagram as well instagram well we're gonna salute you twice right on mr dakota goff yeah brother right hand to arms to arms ready ready aim aim fire good fire fire all together brother Vivat, vivat, vivat. All right, Kenny. Yeah. Let's get crazy. Okay. I'm ready. I love these. Uh, oh, hold on, Shay. This podcast is what made me reach out to a lodge after years of wanting to. Now I'm just waiting for six months of residency before I can join. Uh, yeah. What is it? Connecticut's 12? I think Connecticut is at least 12 months. I think it's 12 months. But yeah. hey, that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. We love hearing that. We love hearing that. Yep. That's what we started for. That's what we do. And no. I also like shit talking a lot to the freaking conspiracy theorists. Yeah, oh, no. while we're we haven't on done that, that in a while, actually. while we're on that subject. Oh, do you want to make PS? A what is it? A PSA? Public service announcement. Yes. Public service announcement. There is a new scam going on, and that scam is uh, Dave Valdez. What's going on? That scam is is that supposed worshipful masters of lodgers are going around to masons trying to get a hold of you. What is it? A gift card scheme? Yeah. Trying to get gift cards. So it's a lot like in business. It's called a CEO phishing scam, I think. No, that's funny. I call it an A-S-S-H-O-L-E well, scam. it is, especially when you're it's trying a- to impersonate a uh, worshipful master of a lodge. Yeah. But- what these guys used to do historically is they impersonate a CEO of a company or somebody that's high up in finance, a CFO, something like that. Sons of bitches. And then you send an email to somebody who has the ability to purchase uh, gift cards on behalf of the organization. You make it seem like you're stuck in an airport and you uh-huh. need these things immediately. Now they're doing it with worshipful masters because they know that, you know, if a worshipful master sends you an email and you're a mason, you're generally going to help the guy out. Pretty much. So now they're targeting worshipful masters. So now they're messed up. well, they're targeting masons, pretending targeting to be, masons. You're right, right. Pretending to be worshipful masters. I'll tell you right now, no master mason nor any master of a lodge is going to ask for gift cards. So they're going to say, "Hey, give me a check or cash." 
mm-hmm. or Venmo or PayPal or something. Uh, and you better make sure you know who the hell you're PayPaling um, because I'm telling you right now, this is a this is a, it's a good. I'm not gonna lie, I gotta give credit where credit's due. It's a pretty good goddamn scam. Yeah, it's it pretty is. smart, clever. Yeah. Um, but if you get one of these things. Dude, call your worshipful master. No, 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 and no. Ask no, no, him no, 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 no. if he well, is in fact the one who sent that. Correct. That's the easiest way to do it. Correct. And maybe it is legitimate, but you never want to. You, you have to second guess it, and you have to verify. We have a guy. I know a guy. You know a guy. I know a guy. He's called Agent Forty Seven on Discord, uh, who actively goes after and calls out these people, trolls them, trolls them, yeah. and shuts them down. And how do you get to talk to him, Ken? Well, the only way to talk to him directly is either to be his friend on Facebook, I guess, or you could also... Don't give Zuckerberg. No, I'm okay, yeah, he doesn't deserve any free advertising. You could also join Discord. Um, the way that you join Discord is by joining Patreon. For $5, as low as $5 a month, you can join Patreon, get access to exclusive content, access to our Discord server where we have uh, voice, video, and uh, text chat. Correcto. You get to speak directly to us and to Agent 47 and to all of the other OG followers of the podcast, including the elusive Green uh, Gang Green. Gang Green. I almost screwed that up. Who just recently started this year's rendition of the fantasy football. Right now, mm-hmm. I am uh, I'm a prior champion. Danny Collins is a prior champion. So who is it going to be this year for the fantasy football, Discord fantasy football? Maybe me. Maybe. 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 Is the league closed now, or do, do people have a chance to uh, join Patreon and still jump in Discord and get in on the fantasy football league? Um, I think uh, that Rafferty and Steve Saxton, whose name in Discord is Big Saxy. Uh, yes. Um, they got the last two seats. They got the last two seats, but they have not confirmed yet, so yeah. there might be opening if you're interested. And you know what? People do occasionally drop out of the league, and if that happens, then we do shuffle some people in mm-hmm. uh, that are on the wait list. So uh, if you're into fantasy football, do join. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the proceeds, I think it's uh, where we're doing, like 50 bucks a head. Correct. Um, and the pot size then is five or $600, something like that, and uh, the proceeds all go to the winner's charity of choice. Correct. Which is um, pretty cool. Aaron Rudemeyer, where's my pen? Uh, yeah, we still got to... I haven't even got to the pens. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't got to the pens. Um, I was working on challenge coins for a while because we're going to do those as well for uh, the YouTube guys. And uh, with the way that my work has been going, uh, and I know it's poor excuse, but uh, um, the way that work for me, my, my job has been going... I've gotten little and or zero free time to do anything of the nature. Um, but uh, once we slow down <clears throat> come September or October, um, I should be able to start getting those banged out because the we next, ran out of pins. Business. Yeah, we got to get uh, the next shipment in. We should send him something nice, though, because he's in the uh, the big boy tier as yes, well on Patreon. So we're going to have to do something nice for you, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Stand by, brother. Thank you for calling us out. Yep, definitely. Let me know and remind me because I also suffer from I forget every goddamn thing that somebody tells me, too. So that's a major curse of mine. You've got to start writing things down. I do. I do. Anyway, you ready, Kenny? I am. All right, so let me start off by prefacing this. And the reason why I got into this alternate universe, different dimensions thing, I've been watching a show on Amazon. Uh, I watch it in my free time when I'm literally doing nothing, usually when I'm on my nighttime posts. 
<laughs> All right. And I'm behind locked gates, and there's nothing going on. Uh, I got into this show called The Man in the High Castle. I've seen it before, uh, but I followed it up. The premise of the show is a alternate universe, if you will, no pun intended, of where the Nazis won World War II and took over the United States, and their the J- Japanese took over the Western states, and it's a whole alternate of alternate history actually happened in history and it talks about key points in history of i I think the it's actually a book uh it was originally Mm -hmm. um uh yeah it's a shay good series wait wait to the end it's gonna blow your mind at the end you're like what the hell yeah i never finished it myself but i did like it yeah so in the end um there's these uh, I don't know. I want to give give, give away the ending, but there's these um, films that somehow made it to this alternate universe, alternate uh, dimension from our dimension of where we won. Ah, uh, so World they War know II. that something. So they know something's up. Different. And okay. again, I don't want to give away the ending, but there's yeah. a um, there's an event that happens at the end that everything kind of meshes together. And uh, again. Uh, Spoiler alert, I'm not trying to give away too much because it is a really good series and you should watch it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what brought me on to this. And I got to thinking like, hmm, you know, right now masonry in, if you believe into that hokey pokey shit that there's different dimensions. Ken, do you believe in that? that there's different dimensions or different alternate histories that yeah. maybe well, Ken, yes. instead of a transparent IT guy is a, is a super tan buff, I don't know. Gun guy, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I tell myself that every morning. <laughs> that I don't know. I just ask. Like, out there. Yeah, I mean, in in a manner of speaking, yeah, I do believe that there are other parallel realities. You know what? I've been watching a show like that as well, and I think it's one that you might be interested in as well. Have I told you about this? Oh God, tell me it's not Stranger Things. It is not. Oh, no, it's an God. alternate history, and it's really? actually called um, uh, "For All Mankind." I actually seen that on Apple TV. Yeah, Apple TV. Yep. Pretty good. But it's basically if the Russians had landed on the moon before the Americans and the space race continues. Uh-huh. And it so it starts from like Apollo 10 and everything branches off of that. Really? It's really, really well done. <clears throat> I think we were talking about it on Discord as well. I highly recommend it if anybody's into you know okay. the space program because it is very, very like accurate in how mission control works and how... Mm space flight works and a lot of the same kind of historical figures from the space program back then you would recognize because you know they're in this alternate history as well right but yeah i've been kind of in that headspace as well yeah so it's kind of where i derive this brainchild if you will um so we're going to talk about um first i want you to pick again i want you to bake your little noodle here and and come up with a, a moment in history that you think freemasonry could have been different or went a different way. Okay. So I got a couple, uh, but we're going to just toss it around. So uh, do you want to start? No, I need to think about it need first. To think about also, it. Right. I want to see which ones you picked because okay. you probably picked one. So we know masonry in our dimension, our plane of existence, whatever you want to call it, is a benign organization. It is a, mm-hmm. it is a um, charitable. We kind of got away from the whole... Getting away from topple and governments and shit type stuff that we were doing in the 1700s. I mean, think about it. I mean, you had, you know. Well, Freemasonry was never like openly 
inciting rebellion. Or no, anything. they were but against. The, they were. They were. Let's be. They've never openly incited rebellion. Right. But let's let's be real. Garibaldi was involved in a yeah. rebellion. Uh, a lot of folks that were Freemasons were doing that stuff. But yeah, I don't think you know. It wasn't like uh, the Grand Master of the jurisdiction was like, "All right, let's." You know. Uh, also, eat the king. I'm, well, I got to read this, Aaron. Aaron Newmeyer. Yeah. Newmeyer. Oh, so I'm saying it wrong. He's breaking my balls. He says, oh, oh, also, I know your last name pronouncing game is subpar. I would go. I would. <laughs> it's a little worse than subpar. Yeah, <laughs> You're being generous. He said, but it's pronounced Newmeyer. Newmeyer. It's German. Neumeyer. Oh, okay. Oh, this is right up your alley then if we're talking about the uh, man yeah. in the high cost. And it's spelled pretty much phonetically. I don't know how you could screw that up. What were you calling him? I don't know. Neudemeyer? Neudemeyer? Uh, Jesus Neudemeyer. Christ, man. There's not even I screw up Devaney's last name. I call him Delvaney. Delvaney there's no, there's no, no L in there. I, I, I suck at names. You it's just, just it's consonants common, in there. Just it's common knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I blow at giving people's last names. I'm terrible at it. That's uh, true. That's fine. And, and the more vowels and consonants you put in there, the worse it gets. Yeah. The more you have to add in, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Yeah, you know what's even funny? I can't even spell Josanino's last name correctly. I suck. I'm oh, terrible. Oh, I screw that up too. I always put Z A N N I N N O. Right. Yeah, because you don't know how many. Yeah, there's like there there are two N's next to each other somewhere in his last name. I just don't know if it's at the N or the end. Z A N I N N O. Okay, so it's at the end. Yes, that's what I always. But I, I mean, I cheese it up every single time, and now it's at a point where my spell, my spell check on my phone's like it doesn't know what. Yeah, whatever. Just, just like call him Fuck Knuckles McGee, like. <laughs> it could be any of these. I don't know. I can't give you any advice. Uh, if the Catholic Church, uh, David Velda, uh, Daniel Valdez, uh, if the Catholic Church was successful in squashing all free thinking societies in the 1600s in Europe, truthfully, I was surprised you said my name McShay. <laughs> I, I mean, eh. uh, all good, brother. I know it's a few too many syllables. You're damn right. Change your name. It's yeah. not. It's no goth. You're making it really hard on us. <laughs> Um, and I'd probably say that wrong too. It's probably go for something like that. Um, anyway, so alternate universe, um, getting back to what we were talking about, you know, it's, it's Freemasonry in the 16, 1700s. And I say 1600s cause I firmly believe it didn't just randomly pop up in the 1700s yep. when the first grand lodge was formed. They were active free thinkers and disagreed with a, with a church state. They wanted a separation of church and state. So, um, with that being said, were they were they traitors? Eh. Were they revolutionaries? Yeah, no, free they, thinkers. They, they, they got are. involved in government stuff. I mean, it's well documented that they did. And then you come right up to seventeen seventy five, seventeen seventy six, where they were. I mean, Saint Andrew's Lodge was above the Green Dragon Tavern. Next thing you know, there's a bunch of tea getting launched over the freaking side. <laughs> Like, I'm just throwing it out there. They couldn't open lodge or they had to go to refreshment because they didn't have enough members. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, So with that being said, uh, I guess my first one would be uh, the Morgan Affair. Okay. Uh, was, I got two of them. where I was going to, but okay. Uh, I got two of them. So I'm going to go with the Let's Morgan Affair. Okay. Um. So the Morgan Affair was there was an anti-Masonic party. They were trying to get rid of Freemasonry. I'm a firm believer that an alternate universe that if that actually happened where the anti-Masonic party won, what would happen to Freemasons? So 
Hmm. I don't think in that day and age that there would just be like lynching of Freemasons and but I mean possible they could have burned down their lodges they could have I mean and this would happen only in the United States United States at that time wasn't very influential so I think you'd see less Freemasonry in the United States that you see today and more so overseas mm -hmm. it would be an overseas thing do I think it would eventually have come back here to the States Yes, but I don't think it would be as influential. You wouldn't have George Washington Masonic memorials. Yeah, because there would have been like a logical break between. And realistically, it was it was the Masons who kind of designed the George Washington memorial. Yep. So you'd have a lot less influence Masonically in the United States of America. Yeah, maybe it would have never taken off to the level that it did and, as a result of that, too. And the other thing would be... Um, I believe the Freemasonry would be here, but it would have gone well underground extremely fast very early on. So I think Freemasonry in modern day wouldn't be so out in the open. I think it would be much more secretive than it actually is today. No, um, you're also implying that, you know, if they won and um, if there was some, I don't know, legislation or something that came out that said basically that Freemasonry is now illegal right. federally. I, I think you're also implying that we would just close down our lodges and stop communicating Masonically. Do you think that that would actually happen? I think the lodges wouldn't be these giant extravagant buildings. I think. Ah, right. Totally. So yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, Aaron, I just want to comment on this real quick. Aaron Ruder, uh, Newdemeyer. Newmeyer. Newmeyer. God damn. Jesus. Have you ever done an alternate reality? Well, yes, we did. Um, you'll have to look back in our episodes, but yes, we did an alternate uh, reality where uh, modern-day masonry was banned. Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. We talked about it and where we would go. Uh, I think you might have one done. But yeah, we, hit, we did. Um, so you were asking me a question. Uh, I don't think that you would have masonry as these big, grandioso buildings. Mm -hmm. um, you're not going to have the the house of the temple you're not going to have your your big new haven right. building that's because you can't because you can't like build these things if your organization is correct banned federally I, like uh, that's just the thing i don't know if they'd be banned federally continued to this day i think it probably if as time got on and more people started thinking uh, now this is but really would gonna, they go underground this is really going to bake your noodle and i'm going to this one's going to really throw a a uh, curveball to you. Here's why: you're not going to have your grandioso buildings. You're probably going to have your mason meetings underground in people's houses, like the old days. Yeah, uh, that that's where really... I think it would go. Now the question is: if masonry is openly attacked, in a sense, by this anti-masonic party where they're trying to disband masonry and everything, what happens when the masons fight back, or if they decided to fight back, or do they? Or do they? But the, again, this is your alternate reality. Let's say the Masons. I gotta keep this light on. We're losing sunlight. Um, let's say the Masons decide to. Yeah, we're not taking this lying down. We're gonna stick. We're gonna protect our order. I think you're gonna have a much more. I wouldn't say benign Freemasonry. You're gonna have a very aggressive Freemasonry. Uh, Maybe. Because I don't think there are a lot of Masons even today in modern day that if they ever decided to ban us, they'd be like, "F that." Yeah, I choose and, to believe that even like today, uh, modern day, right? So us operating under the rules that we currently operate under, right? Because if this happened back during the Morgan Affair, Freemasonry was a lot different of an organization back then. Right. Um, we took a lot 
you know, a lot more seriously than we do today. Mm. And then there's other things that we don't didn't take as seriously. Right. If it happened today, mm. I like to think that we as Freemasons, the majority of us would probably just go underground. Right, meet underground in people's houses, that kind of thing. Of course, you wouldn't have huge charitable contributions. Mm. You wouldn't have large, you know, building. Well, I can tell you right now, the Masons would take every single dollar they have in the stock market, and it would be yanked instantly. Yeah, but to I mean, protect their money. It could also be that the government would freeze all those assets too. Oh, it kind of depends sure. on how that would. Yeah, but I also think that Masons would have an inkling that that's going to happen. Yeah, and just uh, and just yank it prematurely. Yeah, yank it prematurely. Don't ever do that. It's never mind. Um, <laughs> um, it's frowned upon by economists. Yeah, the other thing would be, uh, I think you'd see a change to our ritual and rules and regulations. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because I think to that the whole peaceable person thing. It's not all jurisdictions. Some of them will probably take it like a bitch and lay down. I hate to say it harshly but they would just lay down they'd be like oh, okay you know, they want us to disband we're just going to disband we won't call ourselves masons anymore we'll call ourselves what the hell ever um mm. but and shay thank you you're right along the same lines as me um he said uh from what i've seen idaho masons would fight back you're going to yeah, get a lot of jurisdictions you're going to get a lot of jurisdictions that are the good old corn-fed white boys <laughs> In a sense, um, or I mean, harsh generalization. Yeah, I'm, I'm just Blacks. making a point, and I'm sure there are many black masons that are going to be like, "Yeah, no, nah, the hell with this shit," mm-hmm. and they're going to fight back, especially against a government that says you can't do something anymore. Uh, Aaron, he says, "Yeah, Michigan would definitely fight back." <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you'd see a lot of. Uh, They'd be doing things now, now to the grand scale of where they would go with it um, as to actually openly fight. I doubt that mm-hmm. where you're actually talking about trading rounds and punches and stuff like that. But I can definitely say see that where it like you said, it would go underground. It would completely just you, you they pull down every website. They pull off everything off Facebook. Yep. There'd be zero contributions to any charity and they would just just dive into a hole like a freaking mole and just you'd never see them or hear from them again they wouldn't wear uh, lapel pins if anything you'd see things like the forget me not and you'd see things that have become synonymous with masonry underground start to come back to light again yeah or maybe there would be new so i mean obviously we have no shortage of different Uh, symbols right somebody would just like pick one at random right and be like, all right, well, this is what we're going to have on our rings from now on. And, and I also think would you know, would see Mason. Masons fight back in a different way, which would be they would weasel their way into government to get things flipped. Yeah. Where they would actually take part in trying to get elected. Now, mind you, think or about this. Or lobby against it or whatever. Or, yeah. or lobby against it. But yeah. take this into consideration now. Masons at this point have already yanked all their freaking money out of the stock market. That'd be one hell of a nut for the campaign trail. <laughs> yeah. If you think about it, um, that's what I, I think personally would happen if this Morgan Affair thing actually happened. So in an alternate universe, I can definitely see Masons fighting back. Uh, I, I don't think, I see, this is my thing. I don't know if it would be violent. 
Um, I don't I, think it would. I, I choose to believe. I that think it initially, back when the anti Masonic party was around, okay, um, it was a different world back then. Yep. So back then, could I see a, an actual physical fight? Yes. I mean, Christ, Andrew Jackson caned the hell out of somebody in the middle of freaking Congress floor. Like, he beat somebody with a cane. Yeah, so, like that. And he was a Mason. Like, yeah. Not a good one. Um, I think I said Andrew Johnson. Did I say Andrew Johnson or Andrew Johnson? I think Johnson? I said Andrew Jackson. Okay, That's I just what I sure. heard anyway. I don't no. know. Um, I know how you are with last names. Yeah, I'm terrible. Um, but I could see back then there would be probably more of a fight. So yep. now you run into this other reality of where Masons basically would potentially run the country. Yeah, so you think things would like completely 360 and uh, eventually it would become like we would be like the new world order. Yeah, and, yeah okay. I, I can see, see it happening and I can see it sense. happening off of one person taking the doctrine too goddamn far. Right, yeah. Whereas somebody in a high position is now, oh my god, uh, Aaron uh, Puppet George and the Clan. <laughs> and one of the other things he was asking about was uh, how would it affect charitable organizations? And I, what I was kind of getting at was you can't really make the large scale kind of charitable contributions, especially the monetary ones that Freemasonry makes, if Freemasonry is banned. I really right. think it would that, have to be you could yeah. probably okay maybe I'll I'll hedge my bet on that you could probably make like anonymous donations or like in donations in somebody's name or something like that and it's right. still it comes from the craft through that person you could probably get around it no. um, but you wouldn't see like the, I don't think you would see like these Shriner type hospitals no. you wouldn't see Masonic care like we nope. have here in Connecticut children these, for dyslexia yeah none of that. these Go these on. types of things would not unless we could just in some kind of obfuscated way, funnel huh. money and funnel, you know, right. labor and, and volunteerism and stuff into those organizations. But you could never call them Masonic. Right. David Zalt does. Underground, like what happened in German Masons during World War II. Yeah, basically. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Uh, something along those lines. Uh, and don't forget those uh, German Masons uh, who were, quote, unquote, underground were also working with the French Resistance. Some of them were. Some yeah. of them that were. Yep. Were trying to... to oust their own you know they went against their own government in a sense mm -hmm. if you really think about it so yeah i could see something like that happening so back on if you know andrew daxon beat his opponent with a cane and uh masonry basically quote unquote took over the government i think personally now i'm going to compare it to the man in the high castle now this kind of ties into my other uh thought and it was uh when uh Roosevelt and Truman were president. They were the most powerful, uh, quote unquote, powerful men in the world, and they were both Masons. Mm -hmm. uh, Truman was a thirty third. Yep. So if there was another time in history where the Masons could have grabbed, went for a power grab, that would have been the time too. Right, but there was no real impetus to do so back then. Now, if it were banned, right again back during the Morgan affair, yeah, you can see, can see where they would grab power now. And I'm going to tie this to uh, the Man in the High Castle a little bit. If you notice, in the, if you ever seen the show Man in the High Castle, it talks about how the Nazis took over America. They destroyed D.C., which I don't think would happen in our alternate universe of masonry taking over. But if you notice, all the streets were clean. Everybody was mm. polite. There was a lot of oh, 
cameras and oversight and people being watched. Do I think masonry would do that? No, but I can totally see where the 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 virtues of masonry would be instilled, and I could see somebody taking our ritual and or our I'm being careful here our obligations. Mm. Uh, the penalties per the se, moral imperatives at the very least. Yes. I could see right? taking Where them to the are, yeah. potential extreme. Yeah, whereas mm. you know they won't allow uh, you to just be mean. They're, yeah, it's like against the law to be uh, mean. Let's let me explain. In a Masonic lodge, you do surrender in a sense, quote quote, some of your freedoms. Yeah. When you go to lodge, you're you not allowed to, to uh, even out of lodge. We're, we as Masons are told that we need to act by a certain way within or without our lodge. And we yeah. have a junior warden that takes care of the incidences that happen out of lodge. And we have a senior warden that connect, that takes care of the incidences and bad behavior inside of lodge. Um, so I can see. Go ahead. Yeah, no, you had it right. Yeah. So the senior warden yeah. handles uh, transgressions in open in, lodge, and then yep. during refreshment, it's the junior warden. But yeah, refreshment extends to driving to work and flipping somebody off or getting in a car accident because you you know you're aggressively driving or something like that. If you do these kinds of things and you have like a square encompasses on the back of your car, you could be brought up on charges depending on what the circumstances are. Mm. And you could lose your affiliation with the craft as a result. Correct. Uh, so I can see how somebody who is a Mason, like let's say he's a grandmaster of the United States, which is another alternate reality. We could even fucking jump on that hole because mm. George Washington was offered it and he turned it down. He turned it down, yeah. And said, no, it needs to go by the States. So... I mean, if you had a Grand Master of the United States of America who was also as acting, quote unquote, president of the United States, did and everything we do was that one before. I don't think we ever. We never did that one. No, no we, we never should do that. We should do that after this. Yeah. So if you had a Grand Master who was a Grand Master of the United States of America, in conjunction with being named the president of the United States of America, like it was all kind of part of one title, mm-hmm. Commander in Chief. The whole, if it was all wrapped in one title, I could totally see how. Somebody who maybe of Andrew Jackson's temperament, because mm. <laughs> he was kind of an asshole. Let's be yeah. real; he was a brother, but he was an asshole. Yeah, he did give. Could take it him. to that extreme where actual penalties being done, yeah, could happen. Um, Aaron says, "I feel like the political parties would take a slight hit. Oh, without a doubt, they wouldn't take no slight hit. But here's why: because in our lodge, we we strongly." There's no political parties in a lodge. I really think that if masonry was in this alternate universe to be running the show, world, country, whatever, um, the government would be set up just like a Masonic lodge. Yeah, and in fact, I feel. there. I mean, there are a lot of parallels. Okay, so even though George Washington did not become Grand Master of the entire United States, he was very big in the states' rights, and that's why we have the system we have here, where there's a jurisdiction per U.S. state. Correct. Um, but, man, I I just don't think that it would ever... I don't see political parties even existing because I'll tell you what, if there's ever a quote-unquote click in a lodge, we did a whole thing on lodge clicks where certain people are clicky and they vote a certain way and then it's more yeah, prominent not, with the old-timers, yeah. let me be clear. It's not supposed to be the case, but yeah, it's going to happen in pretty much any social circle. Still a Honda. Um, <laughs> I sounded like a Harley. Uh, I so yes, I think you would have 
political parties, but they wouldn't be openly like, we're the Democrats, we're the Republicans, because I think that the grandmaster slash presidents of the United States of America would shut that shit down stupid fast. Yeah. It's an interesting thing to think about. Like, would Freemasonry become, like, you know, would, would Freemasonry exert more influence on the government if this were to happen, if you had the Grand Master of the United States plus president, or would it be the other way around, where the U.S. government <clears throat> starts, you know, rubbing off on Freemasonry? I think the U.S. government would rub off more on Freemasonry. Here's why. Mm. Uh, because we have a code of conduct in our lodge that there's not supposed to be cliques and all this stuff. Like It's kind of like an unwritten rule. Yeah. Uh, is there cliques? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, it's human nature. It's human nature that you, you bond with like-minded people, but it's a bad thing because uh, I use the case of George Washington. He, his cabinet was just riddled with Federalists and Republicans, and he had all, and they fought like cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's no secret. Like but he, you can't have a free-thinking government right. without correct opposition. Like everybody can't think. The Unfortunately, same way. we have a government that's not really like that anymore. It's pretty polarized. It's pretty yeah. polarized. Uh, but he was against it, and he actually went in for he was trying to get the political parties abolished of course both political parties gunned that shit down in in congress yep but i can see where uh there would be a major power struggle and i think it would also affect freemasonry and in the end you'd end up with the same result of yeah a split um call it a northern and southern masonic jurisdiction ends up going to civil war i mean i throw whatever you want at this this alternate reality i mean you mm-hmm. can go bananas why i like doing these because it's really just kind of thinking yeah you're just kind of thinking about like the what ifs like what the hell would happen um i i, I so that's kind of what i firmly believe is that you would have a it would, it would hurt the craft more than help the world in a sense i think it would take away what our original tenants were and then you'd get, you know, grandmasters slash presidents coming in and changing things and, and changing their mm. own words. And it would just, it would be ugly. Really so, ugly. in my opinion, if this were to happen, I believe that Freemasonry would pretty much continue unimpeded and without a whole hell of a lot of changes. And the reason that I'm going to <clears> say <throat> is because exactly what uh, Aaron Neumeyer was saying during World War II. Freemason, was it him that said that? I can't remember. Might have been Daniel, uh, Daniel that, that um, you know, Freemasonry went underground. Right. You know, during occupied and, you know, when Nazis occupied Europe. So what happened after that, right? So we weren't really able to to operate in open lodge. People weren't able to wear a Masonic ring lest you would be branded a Freemason <laughs> and put into concentration camps Correct. because there were 200,000 uh-huh. and there was a special symbol. <laughs> On those right. 200,000 uh, men yeah. that were put in the camps just for no other reason than they, were, than they were a Mason. Look, that's a pretty rough period of history right. to be a Freemason in, but people still met. Right. Yeah. They still operated in secret. And when the war was over and everything went back to you know a period of relative peace, mm. Freemasonry was fine. Right. It came back the same way it was before the war started. Mm-hmm. It's rituals, the charges, everything was still the same. So I think if Freemasonry can can endure that kind of period, then I think it would be able to to bounce back from a Morgan affair gone crazy. I mean, realistically, 
the hell with the Morgan affair? Let's even talk about when the church was going after Freemasonry. They were trying to actively stop Freemasonry in its tracks when it first started getting traction in Europe. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we're not um, used to being freaking persecuted, if you will. Um, It's kind of like our thing. It's just everybody, you know, I mean, nowadays everybody just goes on YouTube and talks shit. But I mean, it's we're not it's not like we're not used to it. Uh, I mean, people don't like what we do, but they don't understand it. You know, I mean, then they go and blow up Georgia Guidestones. And, I mean, that had nothing to do with the Masons. But, you know, you get this persecution. Did they ever find who did that? Yeah. No, they never find it. They ain't going to find out. Um, but you get this persecution that's happened time after time after time. And realistically speaking, in our reality, it may happen again. Yeah, absolutely. If you think it about it, we may come under you know, attack again. I mean, I mean, we had... The Milwaukee incident, we had the was the Grand Lodges getting burned down or lodge buildings being burned down that are, like, historical. So we still, still in a sense, are under attack, but on a grandioso scale, yeah, it's I not. think you're – I would tend to agree with you that I think that masonry would just close up shop and just go underground. Go underground and then come back. We'll be in the basement. Better than ever. We'll be in the basement of this building where the babies are buried, yeah. right? Fuckers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, the There's thing no about babies free- buried under a basement like we were accused of. No. The thing about Freemasonry is we are, I mean, it, it, it has a very, very, very lengthy history, right? right? And we're not, you know, I mean, obviously we're, as Masons, we're, we revere history. We revere our history. But the fact Gosh. that we have that long lineage, like nobody wants to be like, oh, well, we're just going to stop being Freemasons. Right. And let that line be broken. That would be pretty much reprehensible to anybody mm. who has any value mm. uh, in history whatsoever. So I don't, I don't foresee that ever happening. I don't care right. how bad things get. You can always go underground. Uh, Going underground is pretty much the worst thing that I think could happen with Freemasonry. I don't think it would ever be abolished. I don't think. It would I ever think. Just die off. I think personally, and well, first read Aaron's comment because that's funny as well. <laughs> What, that business meetings would be interesting again? No, 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 no. Next one uh, down. Read it aloud. A bunch of old past masters together underground. Yikes, <laughs> it's bad enough above ground. Yeah, fair point there. It could get ugly. Now, see, I'm going to have an alternative to that. You said okay. it's going to be bad for Freemasonry if it goes underground. I don't think oh, so. Oh, no, I'm just saying that's the worst that could possibly happen. Oh, it could okay. never just. It would never just... Be mm. completely abolished in every way. I don't think even if a government decided to to you know basically assassinate people that said they were Freemasons, because guess I what? Mean, that's what the Nazis did. We're screwed up here. And I mean, I don't know what to tell you. We're just gonna get raided like Mar a Lago. Whoa! See what I did there? Ah! <laughs> I don't think Puppet George is like. I'll show you my box. <laughs> I don't want to get raided. Anyway, too hasty for prison. <laughs> Oh, you're definitely holding somebody's pocket without it, though. Oh, gross. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna end up freaking melting down a. Uh, you're gonna end up melting down a red coat hanger to put on lipstick without it, though. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Speaking of alternate histories, <laughs> too pretty for prison. Oh shit! Anyway, um, <clears throat> I was gonna say, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I went off the rails there. Um. So, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think Freemasonry, per- personally, if it went underground, it would become even more powerful. Yep. Here's why. 
we're out in the open right now. It's like, you know, it's all over the internet. Oh, this is what the Masons do. Uh, you know, people are like, why am I going to join Freemasonry? I could learn their handshakes just by a simple Google search. But if we really, I think it would be a transformation of Freemasonry. They'd go underground. They'd change everything about them. They would change the handshakes. They'd change the grips mm-hmm. because they want them to now be secretive again so that you don't get exposed. So you're going to have a change in ritual. You're going to have Fair a change enough. in handshake. Now what's going to happen I'm is... I'm still thinking about what happened during World War II. And like all that stuff stayed the same. I probably didn't do it. If I had a, if I was yeah, a, they, they, if I was a guessing, if I was a Batman, I can't see somebody being like, eh, giving a hand, you know, hand gesture to a Nazi, you get shot in the face. Like, Well, so they personally they, weren't doing it openly. They probably weren't wearing aprons either. I'm I just saying. Like, you know, I don't know for sure, but I don't think they changed the ritual. Different. I don't think they changed... Who, any of the ancient charges like masonry was still masonry it just wasn't okay i'm just saying the uh, recognizable things that people recognize a freemason modes of recognition modes of recognition would change and now you have that mystique now built up again if people are like i wonder what the masons do what's their what's you know, i want to learn their handshakes i want to learn their secrets i want to know what are they up to what are they yeah. up to? you're yeah, going to build that google mystique anymore. again that you can't google search anymore yeah. and i think you'd see a rise in the craft okay my personal opinion I could see that happening. You you'd get more, you know, leaving notes underneath park benches and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it would be, yeah, the whole mystery of it. You'd see a lot of the the we'd all be pig pen cipher like coming back. Well, the pig pen cipher is easily breakable. They'd have to come up with I, something new. A but, form of it is what I'm saying. Oh yeah. You know? Well, nowadays it would all be through some sort of encryption, right? right. So using mm-hmm. uh, some sort of messaging service that is not mm-hmm. the mainstream kind of text messaging system out yep. there mm-hmm. and have it be end-to-end encrypted that's kind of like the modern analog to the right. old pig pen cipher and yeah we would have to use things like that to right. communicate masonically lest the government find out yep uh shay rise in craft along with rise in conspiracy yeah and realistically i think some of those conspiracy theories would be founded because i think personally if masonry was forced underground you're gonna have a lot of pissed off masons <laughs> yeah and I really think that some of those conspiracy theories about trying to topple the government or trying to uh, get some sort of a retribution for making us go underground, I think that absolutely would happen. Yeah, those particular <clears throat> conspiracy nuts would actually have something to go on. Yeah, I really there would be a lot I, of anger. There'd be a lot of. Yeah, I think there'd be a lot of anger and animosity in, in a sense of revenge of Masons. Like, yeah, now we ain't taking this lane down. Uh, more prominent probably out in your more rural areas than in your in your city streets. Your, yeah. Your, but then again, you know, it's if you really think about it, city population are true. But you also have a lot more of a population. Yeah. In those, so I think you would see. It would be kind of like Blade. Remember when they were like writing symbols on the wall and shit? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> like the vampire layers. They would have like written symbols on the wall, but nobody else yep. knew what they were. But yep. somebody who was of keen eye and knew what was going on, they'd know what the symbols mean. Right. I think you'd see a lot more of that. I um, would agree. Let's let's dial it all the way back to. I like what you said earlier about uh, the church, and it made me think about the papal bull that was issued. Um, about uh, Catholics not being able to join Freemasonry, and I know that's that kind was in of 1983. Like, by I the know, way. I know, and it's I know it's not really all that enforced. It's kind of like a gray area, right? Because I know plenty of Catholics that are that are Masons, and you know that's because y'all need Jesus, right? Um, I mean, whether or not they're look, 
all that aside. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, if they decided to, and this is kind of like the government uh, deciding to abolish Freemasonry, but mm. if the Catholic Church decided, or the the you know the Pope at the time decided that we're not just issuing a papal bull, like it's going to be a full on, and I know this wouldn't happen in the eighties, but like a full on holy war against Freemasonry, right? Right, where it's not only you can't be a Freemason and also be a Catholic. We don't want Freemasonry at all right. anymore. And you know right, they right. had the power to do these things back, right. you know, <clears throat> back during the, uh, you know, the actual holy wars right. that were waged. It makes you really wonder, like, if something like, I mean, it's the same kind of, I guess, level of persecution that, you know, the, the, that the uh, the Nazis perpetrated right. against the Masons. So, mm. you know, would it be any different? I don't know. What do you think? Because now it's a religious organization basically right. decrying Freemasonry and saying that it cannot exist as an organization anywhere where the Catholic Church has a presence and has authority. Which is not just one country. Uh, I mean, in modern day, there are so many free thinkers that there's people that think the freaking world is flat. Well, I don't think it would happen in modern day. Modern day is just a smorgasbord of just shit. Yeah, the ca- so the many... Catholic Church is not going to start a war with any organization. I mean, even the Catholic day. Church has, has come out recently when back in the 1700s, it was like, oh, the world is flat and this is all existence. Give yourself to God. Now we actually have what's called the Lucifer Satellite, which is in Arizona, controlled and owned by the Catholic Church, who openly admits, yeah, there's a possibility of aliens. What? Yeah, this is true. I've never heard of any of this. Yes, there's a satellite in in southern Arizona. A satellite? Oh, uh, not a satellite. A telescope in southern like Arizona. A radio telescope? No, no, no. Like a look into the stars an and what the hell is up there? And it's owned by. And uh, the Catholic Church basically came out and said, "Yeah, there could be the existence of aliens." Now that's modern day. You dial it back to 1700. It's a telescope on my gram. What? Montana. Oh, is it Montana? Oh, on Mount Graham. Uh, oh, Mount Graham. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there you go. See? So I know there's like a scientific... See, I'm not as thick as you dumb I am. No. I know there's like a scientific, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, a uh, piece of the Catholic Church, right? Like... Safford, Arizona. I grew up there. Boom! See? Okay. I said, I'm not as think as you dumb I am. All right. So the Catholic Church uh, is a lot more scientifically minded than they used to be. Yeah, I'm not saying that they would ever persecute Freemasonry any more than they already have today in modern times. Right. My... my, uh, I think there would have been, in an alternate history, we would have been persecuted a hell of a lot more. We would have been pushed to the breaking point, if you will. Yeah. Kind of sucks, but... So... Certainly, it wouldn't exist in Italy. No. So, we got 10 minutes left. So, we're going to play a game. Okay. What would you, in an alternate universe, we'll just pick one because, again, there could be multitude. If Freemasonry did truly run the world, and in this alternate universe, Freemasonry, we talked about Freemasonry either falling or rising. Let's just go with a rise. Where do you see Freemasonry if it did take over and control and not control? I said control is a bad word. Ran. Okay. Because Freemasons don't really control. We we run things. We run a lodge. We don't control the lodge. We run the lodge. I mean, shit's gone tits up in the room literally right over there. Yeah. You know, on any given night, if somebody get a, 
you know. Dude, I can't even control this computer. <laughs> <laughs> so control is a bad word. Yeah, but if we do masonry and took the opportunity when it had the opportunities to what call it Truman, call it after the Morgan Affair, call it George Washington, whatever, mm-hmm. had the opportunity to actually be a prominent government and or slash world power. Okay. What do you think the world would look like? Hmm. I'd like to think that it would be a much better place, right? Because at the very least... The better than what of, it is now. Yeah. Well, I mean, also... And on our plane, if you will. Yes, on our in our particular reality. I think it would be better than it is now. So first of all, all of that polarization, at least in, you know, in, in the government here in the United States between the two political parties and everybody that adheres to each and everybody's always fighting and back, I don't think any of that would exist, right? Because I don't think there would be two polarized parties if Freemasons were actually running the show. I think there would still be free thought. I still think there would be um, differences of opinion and those differences of opinion would you know, collect into different political groups. Uh-huh. Maybe not Democrat, maybe not Republican, whatever. But I think the discourse between those groups, there'd probably be more than two. I can tell you that right now. Uh-huh. And I think the discourse between those groups would be a hell of a lot more civil. Okay. Um, so I don't think any of you know the, the crap that we're seeing in politics today would exist. I think in general, people would be much nicer to one another. Okay. I think people would uh, have a healthy deference for authority. I'm not saying like, oh, everybody has to conform because no, that's not what free thinkers do. But, you know, in a Masonic Lodge, for example, you Mm -hmm. defer voluntarily to the master. If the master says something and he says, you know, look, we're not closing the meeting yet, guys. Right. We're not done yet. Then you're not done. You can't leave. You can't just get up and like, you know, storm off. I got to take a shit. I Give mean, the sign and walk out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's still like you're respectfully asking for permission. And nobody's right. ever going to say no. But what I'm saying is that like that 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 air of deference, I think, you would see that in okay. you know, in the, the general world, in the profane world. Okay. Right? Where you don't scream at your boss or something like that. Like those kinds of things would happen, I think, less frequently. Um, okay. because those kind of moral codes that we live by, and again, they, they differ between jurisdiction, right? So uh-huh. I guess it depends on which jurisdiction rises up to take over, you know, the, the government or the world. Okay. Um, but I think those, those things that are common among all of the different, um, jurisdictions, those moral, you know, imperatives that we all live by as Masons, I'm pretty sure okay. that would find its way into society because... I mean, it you, it finds its way into lodges. It doesn't always work out. Some of us fight in lodge. <laughs> you know, there are some some outliers. I love reading the comments. But in general, in general, lodges are pretty civil. And I think the right. the general you know public, the world, the workplace, whatever, mm-hmm. out there on the streets, I think you would see that same kind of level of civility. Okay. With occasional outliers, where there's still you know they're still crazy out there. It's okay. crazy even in a lodge. Right. Sometimes so. I have to read the comments though because the comments <laughs> I love the freaking comments. Dan Valdez, resolving conflicts would be different, and green beans would be the national vegetable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good one. I think you're right there. So <clears throat> I'm going to take an alternative to what you just said. Okay, and I'll tell you why. Is it going so, to be uh, the pessimistic viewpoint? Pessimistic, uh, not pessimistic. Um, 
We'll say the peasantry. The viewpoint. The peasantry? It'll make sense okay. in a second. All right, let's go. So, first off, I think you would have a... There would be more people provided there. Yes, I agree that there would be more people taken care of. Um, there'd be a lot more charity and all that stuff. That I agree with. However... There's also going to be a us versus them mentality. And if you look at it from the point of an outsider joining a Masonic Lodge, you're stopped dead at the door. You can't just be a public person who just decides, hey, I want to come check out this Masonic meeting. You could stop dead at the door. Yeah. So I think there would be a lot more um, uh, oversight. I think there'd be, we talked about cameras. There'd be a lot more people, in a sense, the men in black watching what you do. Uh, as Masons trying lodge security would be lodge a serious security. business. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think that if it would be the Masons against the profane world, think about it. That's kind of what we do right now. I mean, that's kind of the way it is right now. I can see it's just we're in the minority compared to the profane world. Correct. So but if we were in the but if we were in government majority, places and we're in the majority, it. now we're not yeah. the minority no more. Yeah. And I think you're going to yeah. see a lot of people who will. And, and again, I'm not shitting on masonry. I'm just saying that this is why Freemasonry does not get involved in a political party or the the govern the po- the strings of government, if you will, yeah. the strings of power. For the simple reason, it'd be is that pretty terrible to be a mason in that world. <laughs> you'd probably <laughs> you think be about doing. It? Yeah, it would be. You'd be. You you'd have a much different role as a mason than you would in our plane of existence because yep. you would be responsible for in a sense keeping quote unquote control of the profane and outside world yeah um so i can see it for me anyway i could see it going very differently yeah. uh, where you have an us versus them mentality where we are the hierarchy and you are the subjects and you know again you've been talking about yeah we talk about yo it's gonna be cleaner and people will be moral well how do you keep people moral how do you keep them to stay on the moral compass well, well, I was thinking that you enact uh, laws, right? You well, enact yeah. laws, like don't throw your gum on the freaking sidewalk. Well, then what do you do to punish them? Well, I mean, if you're taking it from a Masonic point of view, we have three things: reprimand, suspension, and expulsion. Now mm-hmm. we can't really well, they expel go to people. They go to trial. And how are our trials usually conducted when there's something egregious? You're expelled. Yeah. So how? What's expelling now that we're a political power? Well, I I would take it one of two ways: deportation, yeah, or Ex- execution, exile, yeah, or execution, yeah. That you really don't want us in charge. Of you don't want us in like, charge of it. I mean, I'm just saying, never like, going to go well. To me, I can see it going, especially when you get certain people, and we see it in our own craft. You get you get certain people who have a certain amount of power that get this power and they change things and abuse things and make things worse than they actually were initially. Yep. I've always had this mentality, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But we do have people who come into power positions that feel like they need to make their mark. I need to go down in history. I have to have my name stamped on this. I need shake the world to up. see. And they shake shit up that doesn't need to be shaken up. And what ends up happening is, is you get this pullback 
if you will. And I think you can read between the lines of what I'm talking about in Connecticut masonry. Yes. No. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. You're you're picking up what I'm putting down, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm just not commenting. Uh, <laughs> I, I, but I, and I'm I'm not I'm not. Yeah. So it does happen. Like I said, those are outliers, right? Like it's not supposed to happen. It's not supposed to happen. But let's say that outlier, if you say, gets to the position of Grandmaster of the United States, President of the United States. Yeah. I mean, it took one outlier uh, outlier in Germany. Yep. Yeah. Think no, about true. it. It's it takes true. one person yep. to ruin this whole shit show we call life. Yep. <laughs> but I think if you're pulling from a population of the profane world, but and we wouldn't pulling, be. I know. But if you're if you're, that's the way politics is right now, right? You're right now, from, yes, like, everybody. Perfect way it I is. I think if you're pulling from a group of only Masons. Yeah. That have made it to a position in power, which is very similar to how a grandmaster, like you can't be grandmaster right. unless you've done some kind of leadership activities right. in Freemasonry. I think there's a smaller percentage of those power tripping kind of wackadoos. Well, again, in the Masonic population, if that's where you're pulling your political elite from, then in the profane world. Here's the problem, though. But if it does happen, you're here's, real screwed. And here's the other problem. And writer, artist, I'll get to you in a minute. Um, Here's the problem, though. Freemasonry also is somewhat of a progressive line. Uh, that varies. That varies. So it, it, but yeah. it does so it vary. Depends on which True, jurisdiction. But can, yeah. get to the Grand Lodge. Is it a progressive line? In Connecticut, it is. Bingo. Not in every so now well, you I progress, know. you progress until you get this guy, the Outlander, if you will, now comes to power and starts doing bad things. Yeah, bad things. It could happen, and there's a greater probability of it happening because we don't allow, in our Masonic Lodges, we don't let you know the town of Seymour to come up here and elect our master. We elect them ourselves. Right. So I think that would... So we'd you, be a you, whole new class of you, political elite. You wow. basically have a monarchy, if you will. Yeah. It could be really freaking ugly. You know how... Or a dictatorship. Or a dictatorship. Which is really what kind of like a lodge is when you it think really about it. Like Communist, whatever you want to call it. Well, it's a, more like a dictatorship. Like dictatorship. The, the master has the final Master has the final say. So yeah. with that being said, and then how do you remove that master? Oh, wait, you can't. Mm, yeah, term limits, I guess. <laughs> term limits. There's no way to really truly that remove you survive them. until the end I of mean, the year. I mean, we've had some or... shitbag masters up here that did nothing. And again, I'm not shitting in my lodge. But listen, we've had strong masters. We've had shit masters. It's just how it happens. You know, sometimes it happens. But there's never been a, a – there's no way to remove a master per the I – mean, I think every jurisdiction, there's no way to freaking remove a master. Yeah, that might be one of the ancient charges. So now you get this guy who becomes the grandmaster president of the United States or world Masonic leader or whatever. Uh, ah, so there are ways to remove a master. I think can't – Execute him. Well <laughs> – can't Grand Lodge, in our jurisdiction, can't the Grand Lodge bring a master up on Masonic charges? Correct. Who gets rid of the Grand Master? Oh, nobody can. He's above reproach. Bingo! Yeah, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Yep. So, uh, writer, artist, uh, what happened in Connecticut? Um, Not a nothing too man. egregious. We had a Grand Master that came in and wanted to change a bunch of things and went against the grain, if you will. Uh, he had said some things that Masons didn't really truly agree with, and you had a power struggle, if you will. Yeah. 
That's the best way I can explain it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going into any more details than that yeah. because, again, I'm not going to be bad mouth and masonry. Or, you know, it, but these things happen in any organization. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be a football team. It could be uh, you know, midget wrestling. It, there's always some sort of disagreements or, or a power struggle of who's what's right and what's wrong. But, my my again, my ending of this alternate reality is it would be really bad. I mean – Take it to the man in the high castle. Yeah. The Nazis ran, they they controlled the world. And even still in that world that they had, there was a lot of backstabbing and there was a lot of assassinations and, yes. and espionage. Espionage. Yeah. And, and there's, there's the guy, J. Edgar Hoover, was actually a Nazi in the show and he was actively after the main character of the show yeah. trying to. And I think personally, in my opinion, you would you'd take. Freemasonry away from what it originally was intended for and what it is today, and you destroy it mm-hmm. from the inside. There'd be yep. it wasn't meant to be a uh, political. It wasn't meant to be a political construct. It was meant to be a m- way of morality in life. Yep. And I think you'd really you'd pull away from it. You you'd crush the craft. The craft would not be what it is and what it's supposed to be. Agreed. So so let's not do that. Yeah. So. Take steps to avoid Freemasonry taking Let's, over everything. Yeah, we don't want to. I'll be I'll be dead ass honest. Much to the chagrin to. of the conspiracy theorists out there. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, conspiracy theorists. We we don't want to. Yeah, no, we don't want any of that. And, and realistically, for for and I'm not sounding like an asshole or an arrogant fuck here, but I mean the sky's the limit for some of us as Masons. Like I got it pretty high. I had to buy a while. I had to step away. You know, but I was up there pretty high. Could have took a grand chair in the state of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. I chose not to uh, because I had other things going on. But if we ran the government, you could have been like head of propaganda or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but realistically, you're still on the rise. If you think about it, right? Department of Education. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> one of the reasons they came to Freemasonry was to learn and coexist with other mentalities and everything. Yeah. That's what we're all about. But I really think that in an alternate reality, Freemasonry had a position of power. We would be less open to free thinking. We would be more of our way or the highway. This we're we're the moral ones. You're not. Yeah. You're the profane world. I think the one setting That's it up. That's how I feel yeah. it would go. I think uh, it would be set up with the best of intentions. But we yes, all know how it would the go best. Off. We all know how the best well, of intentions. Yeah, go. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Eventually, it would go off the rails and it would turn it, turn it, bad. And all it takes, like I said, it takes one asshole. Yep. One asshole with a squared mustache. That's all it took. Yep. To start a whole goddamn world war. Yep. That's my personal opinion. I would love to hear more in the comments, even after we're done with live. Let me know what you think. I like I'd it. I'd love yeah. to know. And there were probably a lot of other interesting, uh, you know, points of history where things could have branched off that we could have examined, but we took an entire hour talking about just one, so we'll probably have to approach this topic again at some point in the future but definitely give us some ideas I mean, let us know in the comments and this what is you think. my own personal opinion i think in these alternate universes dimensions if there is such a thing i think all roads lead to the same outcome any What's, way you slice it all roads lead to the same outcome literally. again let's take it to cotton man in the high castle the resistance was formed they fought back and then you had a free country okay 
and it went back to so eventually everything eventually everything's just going to just well, come to the universe. same outcome yeah. you can go as far as nazis you can go as far as soviet union china taking over eventually it may take years the timetables may be different but i think you're going to come to the same exact outcome the people just don't want to be controlled they don't want to be told what to do they just want to live their goddamn lives and that doesn't matter what fucking plane or what government's running the damn show whether it be the united states government freemasonry mm. communism nazism whatever the hell you want to call it like all roads lead to the same outcome yeah people don't want to be freedom controlled. freedom freedom free thinking that's what we do definitely want to avoid dictators in the craft yeah um, Unfortunately, it's just kind of the way. I mean, you could even go with just up. the first half of that word. You don't want to avoid dicks in the clown. <laughs> I mean, it's that's the the, the construction of the Masonic Lodge is it is a dictatorship. Uh, yeah. The master has here's, unusual powers. Here's the thing with Freemasons, though. We don't allow or we try not to allow ourselves to become that. That's right. part of the struggle. No, when I say dictatorship, I don't mean like a malign dictatorship. Like, you know, uh, you got, God, what was that guy's name in uh, Iraq there? Saddam, Saddam Hussein. Like, not that kind of dictator. I'm talking right. more like dictator in the strictest sense of the term, which is right. what he says goes, right? He has the last word. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be a negative thing. Only power-hungry, crazy people can turn that into a bad thing. A you don't want to be a penis is, potato. A what? A dictator. Penis potato. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> anyway, my point to the matter is this. Even when you become the master of a lodge, you're told the one thing you're supposed to do is to keep peace and harmony in your lodge. Right. That's one of your charges, as to become a master. Which also means not being the bad kind of dictator, because guess what that causes? disharmony hmm. which you are sworn to not do don't be a penis potato don't be a penis potato oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think i just started a new coin here new yeah. coin phrase penis yeah. potato we're gonna see that all over the yep, fucking the memes will uh, <laughs> commence immediately after the episode what do you say kenny think we beat this one with a shovel i'm good yeah my, right. my joints are freezing up here cold like c3po now they're just getting oh because you were happy because i'm yeah. old i need to eat fat boy's hungry yeah Feed yourself. Yeah. All right. Let's shut it down. Go ahead. Thank you all for tuning in, the as always. Please. Potato. We love these type of alternate universe conversations because it's just us talking. It's free thinking. I'm not reading off a teleprompter. I'm not reading off a computer. So You wouldn't be able to. Even let us tried. know what you think. Tell us your, your thoughts and opinions in the comments. You know, Tune yeah. in anytime you want. Let us know what you think. Yeah, we might have a, a new episode idea from those comments. You never know. It's happened before. Actually, many times our listeners have brought topic ideas to yeah. us. So. Writer, artist, great show. I'll hit the bell so I can get... Yeah, hit the bell so you can catch it later. Okay. Uh, only saw 10 minutes, but I'll go back and watch. Yeah, rewatch, man. We, we, we usually have some pretty good points on this. And I, this, I, I truly... These are my favorite ones to do. The alternate universe. Just because we think and we talk and we don't give fact... We give opinions, and yep. we're able to just kind of use our own brains, and that's what free thinking is all about. Yep, and you bring up a great point, which is definitely subscribe on YouTube, <laughs> Boy, right? Bad. Turn on the notification bell. I'm not just doing that because we think we're YouTubers <laughs> uh, or something. Shit. It'll actually come in very helpful because George and I and Joe and Steve, like our schedules are all crazy, right? 
Um, it's really difficult for us to record on like a routine recurring basis. I don't basis. even know crazy is the freaking word. No. Psychotic so, is more like it. Yeah. So we basically record when we can. So because we don't have a standard um, schedule that we adhere right. to, if you have that notification bell on, you'll always know. Yep. 10 minutes or so before we start broadcasting. Correcto. Yep. All right, Ken, shut it down. For the Freemasons podcast, I am right worship brother George Mudry signing off. And worship brother Ken signing off. Penis potato. <laughs> another dimension, another dimension, another dimension, another dimension.